Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors' historic 130-77 win, Riker. We were on the tank, everyone was, it was a mess for the Toronto Raptors, and they came out and they walloped the Golden State Warriors tonight. We had records set, we had big moments, individual, franchise, NBA records. What are your initial takeaways from this, Riker? Ben... You lose big against the optimized tanking OKC. Now, this Warriors team without Draymond, without Steph Curry, in their starting lineup is Juan Toscano Anderson, <laughs> who Kelly Oubre Jr., Jordan Poole, James Wiseman looking like um, Magic Bronson. So there was just a lot of terrible players on that Warriors team. And... The Raptors, you know, they seem to have committed to tanking. So this was a weird alternate universe where we return to what it feels like to win. And Ben, you know what? When you win by that big, woo! It's it's worthwhile to celebrate. <laughs> We're getting the balloons out because even when you're tanking, these are the types of wins you want to have. The balloons are flying. We got Kawhi laughing. Drake's, Drake's smiling, he's coming in and dancing, so it's a positive time to be a Raptors fan. And there were records set in this game, Riker, but there was already a record set in this podcast. The earliest ever Super Chat. Shout out James Frolic with the $7 Super Chat early on. That's a that's a goaded super chat. I know he's been talking about in the in the chats and the DMs how he doesn't want the Raptors to tank. So it's a uh, it's certainly worked in that favor tonight. We have another one too, Stephen Tanaka. We got we got to play this animation more often. The super chats are coming in hot and heavy to start off, Riker. He said no more asterisks, no more Mickey Mouse ring. This is a this is a record podcast for us. And the Toronto Raptors came out with a bunch of records in this. I got them listed out. I took the the picture of the the TV. But largest margin of victory for the Toronto Raptors with 53 points. So that's that's the largest in franchise history. We got in the thumbnail. Gary Trent Jr. with the second highest plus minus in NBA history at 54. You said that the the top one is 57. Is it? Yeah, Luke Mbamute. Right. We, I feel like Mbaba Mute was rumored to the Raptors so many years. I'm surprised he never really became one. And uh, finally, the most points in a third quarter at 46. The Raptors, this is what they did. They were taking all, they were saving up all those third quarter points from the past couple games. They dumped them all into this one, Riker. You know, obviously the tank is tough, and we'll talk about that a lot in this podcast. But when you win like this, you gotta enjoy it, regardless of what direction you're going in. And yeah, do you want to talk any bit about those records before we talk about any of the players? Yes, I want to talk about the records to say again. This somebody just pointed it out. I think Nikki Shaw says this is a one-time thing, but you can still celebrate. You can get mm -hmm. on the hype of how huge this margin of victory was the Raptors were leading by 60 points in this game and of course the Raptors still don't have a center of course they were playing a depleted Golden State Warriors team of course at the beginning we were saying chill out Gary Trent Jr we don't want to win this one we are comfortable with the tank and I think firmly the Raptors will continue to go back to the losing ways because it would be worst case scenario to slip into that 10th seed play in tournament lose in the first round against the nets who knows maybe the raptors will start to string together some wins but i'm still comfortable with the tank so this one was just a fun one to yeah. at least enjoy the w margin the w column yeah, once again we then. gotta ride these pauses and we have another super chat one dollar from yellow die message retracted so i don't oh. know what he said but i'm sure he said something exciting about the toronto raptors and you know, let's let's look at the players because one guy we got to talk about. I think the first guy we have to to speak on is Pascal Siakam because Siakam came out in this one fired up, ready to go, and Happy he had a birthday had... to Siakam. <laughs> the balloons, get the balloons, keep going. Right? Happy birthday to Siakam. <laughs> keep keep it going. I don't need to sing it out. Bro, we gotta we gotta finish that song by that. And we have another super chat from Yellow Die number five. Five dollars. The Raptors are back question mark. And honestly, they looked back tonight. Firstly with Pascal. Uh, we'll we'll talk about him now, but 36 points, seven rebounds, five assists, two steals, and I believe 
a week the the sixth highest plus minus of all time at forty nine, or at least since the the mid nineties or something. And Seattle, they only started taking the plus minus stat yeah, yeah. in 1996 onwards so yeah so siakam he he had a remarkable night tonight he was driving the lane he had a couple of really nice spin moves the threes were going down all the shots were going down and this is what we've wanted from pascal siakam this whole year him to be engaged and obviously there's been a lot on the go specifically surrounding siakam with health and health and safety protocols trying to get back in shape from the bubble because that was clearly an issue at the beginning of the season. Then he starts to get back in form where everyone's slowly hopping back on the Pascal bandwagon, even though the memes and everyone hates on him. He's out for two weeks with health and safety protocols. And you and I have been given uh, Leo Routens, the Damari Carroll Gold Star Award, a lot this season for talking about rest and these things. But it is a fair point to say that it's tough to come back from a situation like that. But okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not. That. I thought you were about to give a break to no, them for no. saying every single no, back-to-back not, not game the of the Raptors. Not the announcers. But like the individual players, I kind of agree with that point. And obviously, it's a tough situation for those guys. And Siakam, it's nice to see him have games like this, where thirty-six point seven rebounds, five assists. It shows that he still has that ceiling, that ability. When he hopefully can have a full offseason now to get really back into form and be that number one option, or at least a number two option for this team next season that's consistent and ready to go. And he was going up in the paint against James Wiseman for the majority Mm. of this game, who struggled immensely on the offensive end and picking up fouls. The rookie mistakes were just on full display for James Wiseman, but he's all of 7-1. He's massive. And so for Pascal Siakam to at least have a good game when there's a true big that's guarding him is a bit of a confidence boost. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm peeping the chat. Hey, Jess, this man is, is doing the work for us. He's Plugging it, we've been forgetting, HS is always in the chat saying this, but get in the like section right now if you're happy to see the Raptors come back. We're also on the road to 20k subscribers, so join the bandwagon, join that, I don't know what type of car that is on the screen, but tell your friends, hop in the the car with Kyle Lowry, because Riker and I are going to play one-on-one once we get to, to 20k subs, so if, you know, hop in the like section, that helps us out, subscribe, and wish Siakam a happy birthday. want to wish him happy birthday, get in that like section, but... Riker, I don't know, man. And we got to talk about Gary Trent Jr. because I'm getting flamed so hard in the comment section by people saying that I disapproved of Gary Trent Jr., that I said we needed to fire Masai and Bobby because of getting Gary Trent Jr. Should you I get knew the this gold was star? Come. Should you get the gold knew, star? No. No, I shouldn't <laughs> because I knew, this moment, I knew this moment was going to come. <laughs> Run back the tapes. We both play called back it too. the tapes. We both called it. And people will, and they're going to see that I said, I like Gary Trent yeah. Jr. Yeah. I understand that we could potentially sign him. We have his, you know, he's a restricted free agent. agent. You can match whatever. He's younger. He shoots pretty comparable three-point shots. He's a little bit less of an interior scorer, but he's a little bit bigger, a little bit better defender. I said, for Norm Powell's trade value, or his market value of 15 teams in the league, are putting in packages. They couldn't find a single deal that got a draft pick back. That's what we're going to do for the man that has improved this game every season. That was my criticism of the trade. Not Gary Trent Jr., who, again, he's continued to improve his game. Ben, what did you like from him? Besides us being panicked that he might actually make the team win a couple games, what did you like from him? We'll get to those dampering things later in the podcast, Riker. But yeah, you and I both said this was we weren't frustrated about the trade initially because of the return of Trent Jr. We thought he had the potential. He could certainly become really good. We're not really sure at this point. Obviously, the past couple games has shown a lot of promise. But again, he's a restricted free agent. They're both free agents, so they're both getting paid. And when you have that emotional attachment to Norman Powell, who's been playing like a madman all season, 45% from three, you'd expect to be able to get a young player in a pick. With the trades we were throwing out, we thought we had a lot more value for Norman Powell than was actually on the market. That's not to say Trent won't be great, won't be a star, won't be any this, that, or whatnot. But in terms of his trade value, we expect it higher. But that doesn't mean he do- he can't turn into a star. And he's been showing those flashes with this team tonight. 24 points, 5 rebounds, 6 threes. And the thing that I really look at Trent Jr. is he is smooth. The way he gets gets in the mid-range, shoots that three, he's so confident. The jumper, the mechanics are gorgeous. And 
the thing we've talked about, the thing that usually happens with Raptors players and a lot of guys they draft is they come into the league with strong defense, strong athleticism. They have the, the tangibles, the hustle, all that sort of stuff, but they don't usually look that polished, and that's because you're drafting late, and then they sort of develop those skills. But Gary Trent Jr. is a young guy that has that polish. He has that ability. He has that swagger on the court where you say he's shooting it you expect it to go in even Norman Powell who has improved his percentages from three every year his mechanics were always a little bit weird looking a little bit off Trent he's smooth he's rocking and I think in a Raptors development system he could be a he could be a really nice piece going forward and you brought it up Riker he's a free agent this summer we might have to really pay this guy if he continues to play like this (laughs) Put him on the bench. Put him on the bench. This was the issue is we knew that his shooting form would average out. That's the point of averages. And so when he came out super cold from distance, we said, give him some time and and he'll eventually become hot. But to the extent that he is taking and making good shots, Ben, you said it. He just looks smooth. That's the difference between him and Norm Powell. Norm Powell has worked over the years to become an amazing slasher, an amazing interior scorer, right? And his three-point shot has just developed to a point that he was pretty automatic from the corner. Gary Trent Jr. just seems to be on a different level with his shot mechanics, just the fluidity, the motions, him being able to get his sort of dribble step back pulls. So I like what I see from him for sure. And I know I'm going to get flamed continuing, but listen, if ultimately this guy becomes the core piece on a championship run, I will absolutely swallow any sort of criticism that people want to throw in my way. I am not above that. And but if, I do it want was to give... on the trade. It wasn't on the player. I just want to read it. It wasn't on the player. Yeah. It was yeah. on not getting a draft pick or a center. But, yeah. you know, Gary Trent Jr., it's still a good, it's a good pick. It was a good trade. If it was Portland Trailblazers instead of Rodney Hood, they gave us a pick in Trent Jr., I mean, that would be perfect. But yeah. That is what it is. Yeah. You said you wanted to bring something up? No, I'm going to save it now. I want to, I okay. want to just make it purely natural in conversation. Okay, for sure. Because there's another guy I think we really have to dive in deep with. OG, I'll, I'll briefly touch on him. He looked really strong tonight. Shooting the three, couple threes, but finishing the lane. He didn't have a that shabby of a plus 43 plus minus Riker. You must be having a... This must be your dream box score looking at this. Because you're the big plus minus guy. You jumped off the bandwagon in the last one with Aaron Baines. But uh, OG had a big one. And then... Malachi Flynn, this was his best game outside of the preseason as a Toronto Raptor. I thought he came out, looked a lot more confident, more engaged, looking to score. I, And maybe it's the case. Fred Van Vliet went down with injury. We'll talk about him later. But he was the true point guard out there. He wasn't sharing the floor. He wasn't playing off ball the way he had been with Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet. He, he was out here running the offense. And again, you're going up against uh, the rookie. His name is... Nico Mannion. Yeah, Mannion. So another guy, He Malachi Flynn dominated in the G League. So this was essentially going up against a G League. And so roster. did Nico Mannion. Exactly. So it's, uh, it's nice to see him do it with the big team, but you take it with a grain of salt. But I was impressed. And we've said, we've been saying, Malachi Flynn has some really exciting promise about his game. The shooting form looks nice. He can definitely pass. He, he has... He has that ball control. He has this aura about him where you say, okay, that's an NBA point guard. Just putting it all together is the big thing with him. 16 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds. What what were your takeaways from Malachi tonight? You called it, Ben. You called it as soon as he has the opportunity to run as the true point guard, Mm -hmm. not the secondary and not the off-ball ball handler, then he was gonna you thought that he would have the opportunity to be a little bit better he showed that this evening and so i i felt i felt pleased and he did it in a variety of ways he hit some shots he did some floaters he finished a couple of layups his driving kicks looked pretty nice tonight this is the guy that we saw in the preseason that we said could he be a starting nba point guard right now just off of his preseason display and he's getting slowly back to form so i i like that a lot yep i'm seeing and ben did you mention aaron baines who was it that you were saying with the plus minus yeah, you said, because uh, Aaron Baines had the highest plus minus in the last game, and you were kind of trouncing on it a little bit. So you jumped off the, the... But let me say this as a segue. So Aaron Baines, he had a reasonable plus minus in this one. Oh my God, Stanley Johnson had a... He was minus. Stanley Johnson got outscored tonight. 
And oh, minus seven minutes. Too. That's a zero for six. Twenty minutes. Zero points. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Minus seven, seven and everybody else up. was in the twenties. Oh for six from the field. Okay, that's tough. But you know what it was? It was that last little bit, that last yeah. two minutes when they brought it from sixty down to fifty down. The Golden State Warriors. But my point on Aaron Baines is, not a terrible game tonight. He had, I think, two blocks. One of them was nasty. But this is the difference because James Wiseman, I said at the beginning, looked bad tonight. He, I texted you. I said, this guy looks like absolute trash out there. He had two possessions in a row where he fumbled the ball and he, and he fell down. He went completely down onto the ground. I don't know if he broke his own ankles or if he thought there was contact. He slapped a, or went for a block and smashed Pascal Siakam in the face. He had another foul that was on someone. I can't remember. But anyways, he was looking really dreadful out there tonight. By far the worst center on the court. What happens when the Raptors, for the first game in 14 games, don't have the worst center out there? They win by 53 points. So there's something to be said for that five spot, Ben. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. And yeah, I like that point that you brought up, that this is the first game really this season, it feels like the Raptors had the advantage at the center position. Chris Boucher, you can make the argument, he's had some big games for the Toronto Raptors, but he's not a natural five, he's not a rim protector, he's not a guy down low, and James Wiseman, man, that's a, to be fair, and I, we, we're gonna bag into him a little bit in this pod for the next probably minute or so, I think he has a lot of potential, he's really tall, his handle does look nice for a big, but it's not there yet. The jumper kind of looks smooth. It's a really high release. I think he'll be a really nice player. Big men always take a longer time to develop. So this isn't a, a, a bash on James Wiseman's potential or any such things. But my God, this guy did not have it tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking out some of the segments early, right? Oh, Aaron Baines, he's flying into the screen. But uh, certainly OG, the OG's plays of the day came from James Wiseman in this one. He was at the top of the key. Trying to trying to cross up Chris Boucher, the buys were uh, were out there reaching in on the side of him, and I don't even know what he was doing. Double cross. It was it reminded me of that Justin Bieber clip. Do you remember that that one from Celebrity from Game 2012? No, he's playing on an indoor court or something. He does a bunch of between the legs dribbles, and then he goes around and shoots a left hand layup. If you know that meme. Throw it into the chat, but it's a uh, <laughs> that's that's what he was looking like, and he fell over twice, record twice, just dribbling the basketball. He did. <laughs> he looked horrible out there. He looked terrible. You know who didn't look terrible was in July seventeenth, twenty eighteen. Liz Cambage scored fifty three points, highest scoring single score total in a WNBA game. That's my WNBA fact of the day. So. I thought you were going to be, more, for that be one. more subtle with it, bro. You're, you're out here calling it out. You said I'm a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna subtly. Drop I needed to make NBA the first fact. one direct so people know that I'm serious. But then all subsequent NBA WNBA facts will be very low key. You might not even notice them. You might have to watch the video multiple times to figure out what the NBA fact was, WNBA fact was. But Ben, I think that this is a natural point. Again, we can. It's funny how much you can criticize the the Warriors in this one, and how much you can boost all of the toronto players but we might as well swing it to the segments because i think that a lot of it goes hand in hand yeah i'm just if you're we had, a, we had a couple people request to ban a guy that was saying the raptors suck a bunch so he's removed trying to do it all at once trying to organize all that but yeah that's a I already, I'm we not found sure. our mod it's <laughs> it's, it's you <laughs> it's, yeah someone dm'd us on ig a couple days ago about being a mod we're going to figure that out, certainly, over the next couple of days. But I'm not sure what you said. Do you want to transition it into the segments record? Yeah. So. Okay. No, my hot sauce. You know okay. what? I'm going to uh, get it. So you're going to you take run, the mantle. Run here. it right now. Going. Run it right I'm now. I'm going. You're hustling. Okay. Tonight, the spicy pee lay of the day. And honestly, there are so many moments in this game where it could really go out to a lot of people. And when you have a game such as this where you win by... You're up by 60 points, I thought, at one point. There's a lot of moments it could really go to. But the Spicy P-Lay of the Day, and that's why Riker's running off. You can see the background. You can see the merch. But Spicy P-Lay of the Day is brought to you by Tiger's Milk Hot Sauce. We've been plugging the, the Roja Jungle Spice, but they have a lot of different flavors. And you can use the promo code WETHENORTH to get 20% off your order. Riker's going to take a dab of it as we go through the Spicy P-Lay. Got half of it left. This is my 
I can keep this one by the screen because I kept the the top on it, but I, I got mine pretty well gone too. He Go sent to us five, and I'm on my last half, so it's I'm gonna have to top up. Yep. Anyways, Ben, the spicy pile. What are you saying? There's so many things that happened tonight. I don't even know the the stretch. I feel like the barrage of threes we had in the third quarter, where they were just going down after down after down. You're down in that hot sauce. Right, they were they were as spicy as some some Tiger's milk hot sauce. Siakam was hitting threes, four threes for him tonight. Gary Trent Jr. We brought up six uh, six or nine threes there. Malachi hit one. Malachi hit a three. That was exciting. Was there any specific moments that really got you going, Riker? I'm sure there were. It's just I can remember. I'm now I got the hiccups. I think, in the comment section. I think it could go to a certain play. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this down real quick. It's a spicy pile here, but I think I have it. This is the button. I think it's got to go to Sportsnet for posting this image here. You text it over to me. <laughs> this is the biggest blunder I've ever seen a professional yeah, sports we network. We could have gave it to the Damari Carroll Gold Star Award, but it's too funny to not be in the spicy pile of the day. If you can read that here. I, I've seen this guy on Twitter, Depressed Raptors fan, 18 and 30. And he said, hashtag wave Baines in his name, depressed Raptors. How did this get on Sportsnet right now in the middle of a game? <laughs> Clearly somebody just read birthday boy Siakam and they did not read anything else. Depressed Raptors fan is probably not what a network wants to post. And then actively openly disparaging <laughs> one of Baines. the players. Hashtag wave Baines. <laughs> like, how did this we get on TV? Like that. That's classic Sportsnet for you. That's no a... offense to Sportsnet, but yeah. some of the things that Higher they do us. agitate me. <laughs> Listen, guys, you tried, but it, you failed. <laughs> Bro, the Baines hate. We've been stopping. We tried to stop, put an end to the Baines hate in the in our chats in in Raptors world of the last podcast, but now Sportsnet is out here <laughs> slandering this guy's name. But that's how they do it even more sly than us. Because for us, the pylon, it doesn't represent a negative thing. It's not negative nor positive. It's just the fact that a pylon <laughs> is an pylon. insurance. Sometimes it's helpful, sometimes it's not. And so they are taking it a step further. They're letting somebody else do the, the disparaging. So they don't have to take the credit for it. Oh, <laughs> did we post that? <laughs> oh, just, man, just look at this that. one more time. Like birthday boy Siakam go wave Baines of the depressed Raptors fan. <laughs> oh man, we're having too much fun on this one again, Ben. Are we at the OGs now, or should we? You know swing what? It Not all the... plays can be the spicy play of the day, and some just make you say OGs. Oh, and Breaker, do you have any OGs plays in mind? Damian Lee is it? Damian Lee? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Or Damon just Lee? Damon Lee? I think it's no, it is Damian Lee. Damian Lee, he goes for the classic. You know, you don't want to pre- let an easy layup or an easy transition basket happen if you're close enough. Typically, you wrap the player so that they're not able to get their arms up. A player like LeBron typically fights <laughs> through those and scores and always celebrates it. Damian Lee, but his just seemed a little bit extra, a little bit dirtier. Gary Trent Jr., he turned really quick to get up and step to him and immediately decided against it. I don't think because he was intimidated. He just didn't need to pick up a tee. Yep. Flagrant one was assessed. We, you texted me. He just seemed scummy. It just seemed like it seemed off. Yeah, and Trent's got that, that mask on, like, the back of his arm, like, like right there or something. The ski mask. Yeah, the yeah. ski mask. I don't, I don't know. His guys... hats are kind of weird. He's got all Star Wars themed on his leg. He's got like Japanese samurai stuff on his arm. He's got like a weird assortment of tattoos. They kind of, they look cool though. I like the basketball the thing there. It's a, it's a good vibe, you know, but uh, with the ski mask on the back, I don't know if I'd, uh, Trent's, Trent's look like he can get energized, get in there. Got that. <laughs> I'm not messing with the ski mask tattoo on their arm. That's just my wave. That's how it is. But finally, the infamous, the one, the only, Damare Carroll Gold Star Award. And Riker, it's got in a game like this, obviously, there's a lot to, to bring out. You got the Walmart Raptors hat on in this. You haven't yeah. brought that out during the, the proper tanking ways. I, before, because I think we're gonna have a long discussion. <clears throat> I wanna say it's going to Fred Van Vliet with the hip flexor. Now, I think we need a Raptors C word segment, because I have a little conspiracy 
for the <laughs> Toronto Raptors, uh, what might have happened in this game, what actually went down. But it's always not a good look to see the, the guy like, such as Fred Van Vliet go down with the hip flexor. I dealt with a hip flexor injury for a long time. They're not fun, so hopefully he recovers quick. It's not a big thing. Is there anything that you wanted to to say before we get into some nice heated debate before the alarm? Well, Ben, HS, as you said, he is our keyboard angel. He's yep. just always there asking people to subscribe and like. So I think it's, you know, shout out to him. He just deserves another appreciation shout out. Ben, yep. my Walmart hat tonight. Try and follow along with this. It's that the Raptors have finally found themselves a purpose for this season because we would both agree they're not playoff ready. There's and Rondé Hollis Jefferson. The reason they're not playoff ready is because of the lack of depth from the bench and not having a center, mostly the center. And speaking of center, our second favorite team now, the Portland Trailblazers, because we need to support Norm come playoff time yep. in the Western Conference. They just picked up Hustleman Chap, Rondé Hollis Hustle Jefferson. Draft. A Raptors goat. It's too bad we didn't re-sign him, but obviously Bembry, I would say, gives a little bit more than what Ronnie Hollis Jefferson yeah. does. Maybe just a, like a little bit less size, but in terms of his overall skill sets, a little bit better. But I'm happy to see him reunited with Norm. But then my Walmart conspiracy, well, not conspiracy. You have me thinking conspiracies now. My Walmart hat is because we finally found our purpose. It's tank, and then they go out and absolutely put on a performance like this. So it's kind of a weird anti. Walmart, Walmart hat, and the fact, get it right, guys. Lose or don't. <laughs> you can't go flip-flopping, blowout losses against the optimized tanking OKC team, and then win by an historic margin. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying, but if you're going to win, and you're not going to lose them all, and I've been looking at the, the end of the season, how many games we have left. We have less than a third of the way to go, but that's still 20-plus games. I'm not sure where we're at right now. You're not going to lose all of them, likely. <laughs> So if you're going to win, set some records, right? Make the game a bit fun too, right? Don't don't have a close one where you're you're thinking the whole time, "Hey, you know, uh you want to sort of lose cuz you're tanking, but then you end up winning by one to the Washington Wizards on Sunday," right? That would be messy. People are saying don't tank. Don't tank, but don't spam for sure. Don't spam in the chat. But guys, cuz we saw this debate happen a lot earlier. And people are saying they don't like the kazoos. They're not about the tanking kazoos. I got that little segment playing right now, Riker. The L's falling behind. And you we brought it up throughout this podcast. The Golden State Warriors were the worst team in basketball without Steph last season. They didn't have Steph. They didn't have Draymond. They didn't have any of those guys tonight. It's You're not going to lose every game you have against proper tanking teams. And... The Raptors just aren't really built to compete in the playoffs. They're not really built. I know we've had the, this record-setting win, but without a center, all those problems just haven't changed tonight. We were just hot from three. Siakam looked good. He's been inconsistent this year. I don't think much has changed to the point where if the Raptors come out and start winning 50% of their games, right? because we do have a tough schedule down the stretch of this, this season. If the Raptors come out and start winning 50% of the games. We still might not make the play-in tournament. The Bulls just got Vucevic. I know you're not high on him, but they're trying to, they're going for it. The Cleveland Cavaliers, the Wizards, they, the Russell Westbrook's been on its here. Colin Sexton wants to really rock it out. So the, the Raptors would have to compete with a lot of teams just to get in the play-in tournament. And the Nets with LaMarcus Aldridge of the season, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. At, DeAndre Jordan's your third string center at this point. We are just going to get creamed on the front court, not to mention KD... James Harden, Kyrie Irving. That's likely our first-round matchup. Or Joel Well, you Embiid. can't count on all three of those guys to be healthy. But, Ben, I think telling is the Wizards because that's the mm -hmm. next game, I believe. They're one, no, they're one half game behind us in the standings. So I think whoever wins this next matchup is in a much more optimal position to tank. But I agree with your, your entire assessment there. Yeah, like to, we gotta we gotta lose the Wizards. That's a that's a strategic loss. The Warriors, it doesn't matter. They're in the Western Conference. They're competing for the playoffs. But I, I just don't think we've dug ourselves too much of a hole to really get back in this. And 
people were at, they liked the conspiracy. I was actually going to create in this, but then I decided to learn a bit of French because I didn't. Have you can't be saying to... that word on YouTube. We're going to get shadow banned. Is it okay? So we'll have to we'll come up with a little name little name for it. But and this is a, this is a joke preface. But maybe the Raptors wanted to win so big, right? So big that they could lose Fred Van Vliet for the next couple of weeks, right? They lose Fred Van Vliet for the next couple of weeks, and it goes unnoticed, right? But it actually happened in an injury. It's not too blatant. You get a big win. You get all those points up and stuff, and then you're without a point guard. And I guess Malachi Flynn has played well, but you're without a point guard and a center. That's a surefire recipe to lose all of your games. Riker, am I crazy for bringing that up? The next C word is conspiracy we need to figure out how to slow down gary trent jr's hot hand because we don't want to pay that man 30 million dollars in the off season that would just be a tough look but ben let's play the final alarm let's get the fans the chat section Mm -hmm. integrated into our conversation here let's see if maybe any super chats pop up let's just see what people are feeling about getting off track for the tank yeah that's right the final alarm has gone off hopefully we didn't wake up any kids with this this alarm this go around because we had the regular alarm back for a couple days you know we'll bring them back if you guys super chat for it to return we will call it but otherwise we will stick with the 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 homemade custom alarm but guys we want to hear what your guys thoughts specifically whether it's tanking the guys that played tonight Bembry came back tonight Malachi Flynn stepped up we want to hear your takes this is what the segment's for and while the chat catches up with the alarm uh, we just want to plug we're on the road to 20k subscribers so definitely subscribe tell your friends that's the thing you got to tell your friends get that word of mouth because we we're going to play one-on-one once we get to that point right and uh yeah hop in the like section hs is saying we're shooting for 150 likes i have no idea how much likes we have right now how many likes we have right now right here but 150 let's get it to 200 hs he's he's out here rocking but uh <laughs> you know All right, first one zane Khan. yeah people saying Kawhi is leaving the clippers after this season i think there's a more general talk about what the free agency could look like or what this offseason could look like i'm hearing a lot of reports that Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, they'll both be on the block. You're hearing about Kawhi. Uh, I don't believe that DeMar DeRozan has signed a contract extension yet. So there's going to be a lot of maybe activity this offseason. Ben, what do you see the Raptors doing? Are they going to re-sign Kawhi Leonard? Is, is Kawhi Leonard going to join a team with uh, Kate Cunningham? Perhaps. Yes. Perhaps. I don't really know. So... Uh, that's a that's a tough situation there. Thoughts on the jersey, Riker? And oh, that's a good it, question. Say it because like we are not getting Kawhi Leonard. He's not coming back, especially to a team this. No, in, unless... that was just allow enough time for the other questions to come in. Yeah, but what are your thoughts on the jerseys? We have very different opinions on jerseys because you mm. really like those gold what what are they called what are the what's the title of the gold jersey city edition you know? or something no i think this was the city edition jersey no these were the earned i believe these are oh so city, city edition yeah. is the gold because you like the shorts with the claw on it those, i don't those are, those are so nice i think we're going to be the same wavelength for this one i like them i like, I like the color wave I, okay i like purple okay. man i just love purple on raptors jerseys I the know purple was, and black yeah and it wasn't busy so to me, it, it was a nice, clean jersey. Yeah, if we had like a purple and black top, and then the claw purple shorts, no, that would be that no. would be too nice. It'd be no. too nice. We're always having these debates about fashion. We're trying to design the merch for you guys. That's all in the. This is a perfect True. segue for. This is the perfect, perfect segue. Perfect segue. We're kind of launching it. We'll throw some stuff. We'll play the animation. The animation. It's crispy. I think the audio is off it right now. But nice. look, at, look at how clean that, that animation is. But design my apparel. You design, we create. So those, these are the guys. These are our suppliers. They've been sending us the merch. We've been rocking on podcasts. Not right now, but as Riker said, the hoodies back there. We've had OG's shirts. We have the, the, Walmart, the, <laughs> the Walmart Raptor shirts over there. I'm looking at it. But 
you know, you guys, right, like, check the, check these guys out. Do we have the promo code at, uh, you got, you're flexing everything, Riker. It's, it's, ra- it's ra- Raps 15. Raps, Raps 15. Raps 15? 15. Okay. It's, it's scaled. It's scaled. So what we're saying is if you're looking to create your own kind of logos, then they're the place to check out. And if you're looking to get on the Raptors merch game, we're starting to tease and we're starting to legitimately get it on the go. Then mm-hmm. we'll be implementing that fully soon. Um, we're slowly <laughs> teasing it. So I see somebody, Matthew Winter, Riker looks like he just got zapped by lightning. The criticisms of my haircut have been rampant over the last couple podcasts. I'm blaming it on Ben for allowing it, for being an enabler, just like I'm a ref. I'm a ref. You are flaming my hair for I'm a ref months. apologist. You're an enabler. You're a hair enabler. First it was your own. Now it's mine. <laughs> Yo, we both got the curls going today. Riker and I, Riker's in Newfoundland. We went on a hike. But Riker, we have another super chat from Genfron Genfro. I believe that's how it is two dollars they want a homemade alarm for the win you know we just we break those out Woo! Woo! I just tap my mouth a little yep. bit i wash my hands pre every podcast so no spreading viruses around as i tap my face but yeah so we're we're plugging that merch we're slowly talking about it but yeah let us know your takes Get to our Instagram specifically. We're going to be throwing up some polls. Would you be interested in this? The styles. We want to hear from your guys. But yeah, we have a we have a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they roast the people are talking about my Marcus Soul haircut. I think the, the curls are wilding today. We went on a big hike. Uh, where'd you get the toupee maker? <laughs> we got toupee talk. We got Jenny Driscoll talk. All right, we need some real... Okay, here's one. Ray, Bargnani or Baines? This is a great question because we're both high on Bargnani and the origins of this is obviously mm. we were all Raptors fans at the time where Primo Pasta and Sauce was really the leader of this team. And the theory is he was really just ahead of his time to have you know a stretch big that can shoot the three, not terribly athletic. He would be very similar to Davis Bertans. That's my theory. He would be very similar to Davis Bertans, who if you had a good enough defensive team, such as the Utah Jazz, you can put him out there like a George Niang, right? Mm-hmm. You can hide him behind four good defenders and just let him go off and shoot his three. But right we got our boy Danny Loveless. Danny Loveless in the super chat. Shout out Danny. Ben and Riker are goats. Here we go, Danny. Bring back Biz 2021. We brought, just brought up our Bargnani. We're talking Raptors legends. Would you like to see Bismack Biombo back on the Raptors record? Yeah, if you're looking at right now, here's the thing. It's Andrea Bargnani would not improve this team whatsoever because what's the issue? It's rebounding. It's interior defense. That's really it. It's that Chris Boucher, he's very good offensively. He has a lot of confidence shooting the three. He just can't match up against the big bigs in this league. Bismack Biombo would solve that issue. And also, what are you doing giving so much money there, Danny? You're basically refunding me half of the money I paid you to book the court time. We're balling this Friday. That's right. Only seven more days until we touch the court. I am so excited to get the ball back in the hands. Bro, you need to get some jimmies up, bro, for that one-on-one. We need to get trained It's going to be for Brick all this. City. <laughs> Yo, we're getting the hikes cooking. We're getting in shape. We gotta make some quality content. Be better than the Raptors have been this season. But and uh, does Gary Trent Jr. have star potential? This is from Mr. Bro, who has been adamant that we should get a Discord. I have, I actually have been on Discord recently. Have you? I'm not really sure what we would do on it particularly, but anyways, we've he's been asking, talking Discord for a while. Honestly, we don't really. We haven't been talking yeah. it ever. People well, have been mentioning it. Yeah, people have mentioned. We've been like, oh, we'll look into it. And we just really haven't, but. He says, does Gary Trent Jr. have star potential? Well, we threw it in the title last one, future star, question mark, and it's a question mark. That's the thing, right? And I've been looking at Blazers Reddit specifically when he was traded, people breaking down his game. It's a very small sample size for the Raptors now. Yes, he's setting records in our city, career highs, NBA record plus minuses, but four games, five games, really tough to tell where he'll be going forward, but... When you look at how the Blazers fans describe him, and they talked about him as a guy that one night he'd look fire, splash, six, seven threes, be really consistent. He's always a solid defender, which is good, which is why he'll always play on the Toronto Raptors. But 
offensively, the the shot coming comes and goes, and that makes sense for a young guy. But we saw it with Norman Powell, and he got more consistent as his career went along. And Gary Trent Jr., that consistency comes. He has a lot better mechanics than Norm. He seems to get his shots off a lot easier. He's very athletic. If he can just improve his rim game, attacking the net, finishing, whether... Because he almost had a dunk tonight. He, he tried to post or someone. It went over. It was like a 2K animation where the ball flew over the rim. He he tried to, to get one dunk down. But if he can sort of finish around the rim to the level of most wing slashers... The jumper's nice enough, the handle seems nice enough, the defense is already there. I think I think he does have that star potential, but it's a question mark. It's will it happen or not. That's a good assessment too. And the best three-point shooters per season are most like 41, 40% over the season, yeah. right? So if he's taking, say, eight threes a game, which is a lot, but you know he probably could come in there and do it. He's been doing it recently. That's only three makes per game, right, on average. So he had six tonight. You take away nine points if he was only to get three of those. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden he had 13 points on the night. You're not talking – if he only had 13 points in the night, you're not – he's not in the conversation for is he going to be a star. So I agree with you that we're going to see a bit more equilibrium in terms of his percentages. But if he can keep getting the right shots, then – He's already miles ahead of, say, Pascal Siakam, who we struggle to say you're even doing the right things on a consistent basis, right? So it's 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 a different game altogether if Pascal Siakam lived in the post. Some nights it went in, some nights it didn't. You can't blame him for that. But it's when he starts to take a night where he's only going to shoot threes and, you know, step back jumpers. That's when you start having an issue. So if Gary Trank Jr. at least finds consistency in a shot selection, he's going to be a good player for this team. Yeah, I, I'm very high on Gary Trent Jr. I think his potential is only 22 years old as well. And the one thing that I will say from the the minimal, as I've reiterated, the small sample size, he seems to be a lot better passer than Norman Powell. Norman Powell learned to play within the Raptors system, but Gary Trent Jr. just seems like a guy that's more going to take less drives and swing the ball a little bit more. So that's that's one thing. You're smiling there. Is that of that take or the chat? Oh, just the chat. Chad and everything. These <laughs> these podcasts have just been out of control since we started doing live and the Raptors have started tanking. So I appreciate everybody for sticking through all the weirdness of these. At some point, you know, we're going to get... The Raptors will be back to winning. It'll become we'll a little bit memes. more... <laughs> we'll keep the memes. But what I'm very excited for is hopefully the Raptors miss the playoffs and then we're going to follow along the rest of the playoffs, this will be a first in Raptors Digest history that we at least follow Norman Powell's games. We'll follow, you know, some of the other ex-Raptors around the league. So, yeah, that's the point I want to plug. Yeah, that's the point. We've Yeah, you, you've touched on a little bit. An All-NBA all NBA channel, Riker? <laughs> I didn't go that far. Now you're you're letting big secrets slip here, Ben. Is, is, that a, is that a thing? Who knows? Who knows? Trent is more in control. Trent is great. HS is saying there's three more likes till we get 150. Guys, get in the like section if you want to see. If you're a tank, if you're on the, the tank the tank with Messiah and Aaron Baines, if you want to see the Raptors lose against the Wizards, get into the like section. But if you're not on the tank and you're not playing Some, the kazoo, You keep saying tank. Is it kazoo time? Yo, I'm playing. I already played it. I had the kazoos going in front of us. Play it again. People will want to see the kazoos, right? But if you're not on the tank, if you're not getting the kazoos going, then like the video as well for Raptors luck because that's how it works. The like section is a mysterious place. It's a mysterious dimension you enter, and We've all of your past wishes 150. come true. Are we? Yep. You know, people. People know what's happening. People are rocking. But, uh, and Ben, I think it's a perfect place. Andrew Gray, he says, NBA Digest? I think this is a good place to maybe end it. I think we've been going almost an hour, and it's, uh, you know what? Minutes, it might be Friday night. Are you, are you saying that you want to go for an hour, Riker? It might be we Friday have 15 night, minutes. but it's still... <laughs> <laughs> we need a segment to keep Riker up. We have a, <laughs> a wild, wild times coming up, but... Yeah. Do you like the nickname Flynn Sanity though? I've seen it. I've seen it happen. You have 30 more likes till 200, Riker. 30 more likes. I think we can get it. If you want to keep Riker up, 
get that like button going. Hey Jess is is telling us the the likes, how close we are getting to that to that number. So I'm trusting HS. If we continue to get that that route, we will stay up. Riker will stay awake. It's a Friday night, Riker. It's Pascal Siakam's birthday. You gotta get the balloons going a little bit as we're talking. But you know, Norm facing the Bucks. That's a that's a guy right there. But do you like the Flynn Sanity nickname? Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to 2014, 2015. And that was his Los Angeles Lakers season. No, not Los Angeles Lakers. That should have been his New York Knicks season. I don't think it was. I'm going to have to go back and start this all over again. My little stat search. Because I think people would be pretty quick to forget. It was 2011, 2012. My God. Can you imagine it was that long ago? Lynn Sanity was 10 years ago but i think that people really forget how wild his stretch of a couple of games were that mm-hmm. earned him that nickname and so yep. i'm trying to like pull up his actual game by game stats because it went from this guy being okay here's what it was he's on the new york knicks if Get you'll remember knicks this is pro- while you talk about this bro i don't know <laughs> let me geek out <laughs> let, let me geek out and let me let me if if you may pull out the the roster for this new york knicks because i believe was Land- Steve raptors on legend this team? raptors legend landry fields was on that team oh I know, wow i know jeremy lynn slept on his couch for a while apparently that was the big thing they had the they had that do you remember that handshake riker they had the the hands there and they read a book or something and oh, <laughs> that's a funny one they did you're right they had landry fields they had tone douglas point guard they had Baron Davis, an older Baron Davis at the time was on that. Tyson Chandler, Defensive Player of the Year Tyson Chandler. Uh, I think he went to the Dallas Mavericks shortly after because he would have yeah. been on that no, championship Dallas Mavericks He was team. on the championship Dallas Mavericks, and then he, got tra- he left to the Knicks the year after. Wow, so that was 11 years ago that the mm-hmm. Dallas Mavericks won that championship. Crazy. Ronaldo Bachman. Jared Jeffries, Steve Novak, he played on Mon a, Shumpert, Bal- J.R. Smith. played on Puerto Rico, right? In, like, FIBA tournaments. He always used to kill Canada, from my understanding. If I'm thinking about the right guy. Ronaldo Balkan says he's the United States, but he could be, like, both. Yeah. Anyways, point being, this was a pretty fun, interesting Knicks team. They were decimated by injuries at this point. Jeremy Lin, he gets some run. All right? At this point, the Knicks had lost. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of their last eleven. Nope, ten, eleven, eleven of their last fourteen. Very similar to what the Toronto Raptors' position is right now, right? So you, this is a perfect comparison for Malachi Flynn. And all of a sudden, after scoring the most points in a game of nine, one time he went in and scored twenty-five, twenty-eight, thirty, twenty-three, thirty-eight, twenty, twenty-seven. 26 28 21 and along that stretch he hit two game winners i believe and he was shooting an incredible 58 percent from the field over that stretch of time and this was out of nowhere and on top of that he's a guy not a prototypical nba player so this man went above and beyond to earn lynn sanity he became the most popular player in the nba he overshadowed kobe for a bit his jersey sales went through the roof books merchandise everything went crazy so i don't agree with the flynn sanity he has to do a little bit more to impress that's spoken like a true knicks fan right there (laughs) a true 2011 knicks fan but honestly you said the record was similar to what the toronto raptors are at right now maybe this is malachi flynn's time to turn around the season Get us into the playoffs. Single-handedly take on the Brooklyn Nets, the super team, right, against a New York team, and just take over the league. He showed us promise in Summer League, and then as the, the seasons went along, he lowered our expectations, purposely saw who got off the bandwagon. His dad tried to warn us, Riker. His father tried to warn us in Facebook group chats, and this is his time. Flynn Sanity is coming. If he has a big game the next, we'll have to make a segment out of it. But if you well, here's guys- the thing. He could come back because the Knicks went on to win the next eight out of nine games. So I'm okay if Malachi Flynn is the... Like, we're cool with not tanking if we win all of our next games. We just don't want to win half of them, you know? But if you guys want to see Flynn sanity go off, regardless if you're on the tank or not on the tank, get in that like section. We're 15 likes away from 200, right? You get the crazy anecdotes. You get the... 
the hype for Flynn's sanity. Uh, <laughs> DeAndre Bembry came back tonight. The guys are out here. People are laughing. Ronnie Penn said Flynn's dad is still wrong. Have you been following those Facebook posts he's been throwing in those Raptors community chats? No. Yeah, he had the one where he's flaming Nick Nurse, and then two weeks later, Nick Nurse starts playing Malachi Flynn. The Raptors trade away Matt Thomas and TD. say, we're rocking with Flynn, and then they go, hey, you know, you gotta stop trashing on Nick Nurse, man. You gotta stop bagging on the guy. He's a coach of the year. He's a championship coach. And then, you know, things turn with playing time. As a youth sports coach, you coached, you coached a few basketball teams too, right, haven't you? Yeah, I've yeah. coached. Yeah, a bunch. I've coached grade four, five, six, two-year-olds, and a 14 travel team. Yeah. 14 travel team. Shout out Fusion Basketball. That's that's where I'm at right now. Danny Lovis, he gave us a super chat. But, uh, you know, the, once Kenneth you get Lau, the playing time I agree with him. Guys, He's saying, Trent Jr., don't get too hot. Relax. And Zach Pringle, Raptors Digest, love the show. Love you back. We're only three likes away from 200. When we get there... Signing off. Right. So when we get there, we're going to make it fifty, Riker. <laughs> You're gonna disincentivize people to like. So we're, we're on three the... minutes past my bedtime. Three minutes past. It's twelve o'clock. It's midnight. It's Saturday in Newfoundland. That's a. I heard George Street opens up at at twelve o three. Riker, is that where you're heading again tonight? No. If George Street is the nickname for my pillow, then that is indeed. <laughs> oh. 200 shout out to everyone i think that's our most liked in a live so fantastic participation in this uh while we're live while not we're total yeah and, and if you're so, watching and... this after if you've made it this far after right through this what is it around 52 minutes i believe you're a go-to get in that like section we appreciate everyone here right but the raptors the are they back question mark is this just a nice reminder that our team is good and we're just tanking purposely? Who knows? Who knows the direction? We'll still have our kazoos. We'll still have everything rocking. But anyways, Riker, do you... Everybody's have... saying 200 likes, kazoo time, and also HS. You know, we have to dedicate this one to you. Yeah. HS. I'm assuming, again, everybody is a he, so I'm going to say to him because it's all by his persistence that we've made it to this 200 like milestones so shout out to everyone though for being a good sport about it and uh next 10 million that's great um yeah no we good we, pod good win great yeah. stuff we'll do our and, send off but yeah shout out hs you know people want a quick kazoo they want the noise they just want the kazoos to be brought out because the kazoos are culture raptors digest culture but we'll see what happens obviously the wizards game this weekend is a very very important one, but uh, again, shout out HS, shout out everyone that popped in the super chat. We had a lot early on, got Lowry's cake going on there, but we really appreciate everyone rocking out. Stay tuned to the Raptors Digest, a lot of fun things. We plugged a lot of fun stuff throughout this. Again, Design My Apparel, they're, they're the new guys doing the merch, so if you want to design some clothes, go over to them, Raps, uh, Raps15, I think the promo code still is for 15% off any designs, and Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. The TikTok, raptorsdigest.ca. Lots of stuff popping. Do you have any last words before bedtime, Riker? Night-night. Cheers.